Hey, I'm Jake Bradbury. And I'm Will Blank. And we are 20th Century Fox, a film collective that produced 16 short films. And for each film, we made a behind-the-scenes podcast. Today on the podcast, a seal runs through the apartment, and director of photography Alejandro Wilkins discusses where you can find Bigfoot and bunnies in L.A., and how to use an ironing board on top of a skateboard to get the best shots. With all that, visual effects were the hardest part of this short, and the guys discover it's better when the ideas are simplified. All right, let's go. The Purge. 20th Century Fox podcast. That's right. About The Purge. Um, All right, so then how do we come up with this one? Well, this one was a last-minute idea after 3001 didn't quite work out and we were trying to finish that today that day yeah so so three just for context um the 3001 short was a short film about a guy who wake who's in the future and he's getting up and going to work and it's all the same bullshit that you have to deal with when you get up and go to work like a piece of eggshell falling into your fried eggs eggs. and then the too much trash in your trash being out of laundry like all sorts of stuff all of the stuff you gotta deal with now like the future is here but it's just terrible and it and it and it just never worked we didn't (laughs) shoot anything with actual future stuff and it was really lazily done and so we gave up on it but that was our last video. Was that? What, didn't you have one feature? Element? I was just putting sound effects on all the normal appliances. <laughs> I so. thought you had automatic like garbage yeah, like can lift. the yeah the garbage can. I added like the sound of That's pneumatics to it and stuff, and it was just like a stupid plastic cover that had pneumatics. And then people sound. kept saying, "What was it?" They were like. Oh, do you have uranium or something? Or like oh, yeah, plateau. we were trying to do it all with words and stuff. And it yeah. just was too distracting that the visuals ridiculous. never It needed production up. design and it needed like a lot of Anything. VFX. So um, there's got to be like one key element to a futuristic uh, production design that like maybe a production designer would come on and be like, oh, all you need is this. Yeah, right, like, to make it feel like a the production future. designer would have been able to do that. We just didn't think about but it. But we so, didn't do anyway. That was a digression because like everybody's we, wearing those visor glasses. Yeah, they got tried. Done. Yeah, we Where tried we to do it on. We tried to make it work. It didn't work. And so for our last short, we needed to come up with an idea, mm-hmm. but we wanted it to be simple. We didn't want to have about eighteen thousand different setups right. and yada yada yada. So how did we come up with? The Purge specifically. Oh, I have no idea. I can't even remember. Dude, <laughs> I want to say that that was my brainchild. Okay. I was all about the fucking... All about the Purge. I was all about doing a small um, uh, small amount of shots or something. I think you were talking about like mm-hmm. one shot or just mm-hmm. something quick. And then we mouthed off and then the Purge idea came up. It was around Halloween time, I think. Well... Yeah, it might no, have but been, I think that just the idea, just I don't know where it came from. It might have been I'm, spun out of 3001, because 3001 is like about getting up and going to your job. Oh, mm. he's talking to and his And then boss. this one, he's, he is, it, it was job related. But I remember one. specifically linking whatever you guys were talking about to The Purge as kind of like, oh, why don't we just like riff off of that? Yeah. And then came, well, what about a guy who doesn't, uh, who can't go to The Purge? Right, right. Who wants a, to it's go? It's a big holiday. Yeah, it's a big holiday for everybody, but he can't go because his boss just, you know, it really needs him there at work. <laughs> I, I think in my mind it was Best Buy. Yeah, it well, is Best Buy. That is, yeah, like the where floor, he works. out on the floor. Yeah, so yeah and Scott helped write some of the dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, for the boss, uh, and we use my real boss's name at work, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and. 
yeah, we wanted to do it as simply as possible. Mm-hmm. Something that we could do Jesus, in a one What the fuck, man? He's playing with a fidget spinner and he dropped it. He's playing with a fidget and he's dropping it all over the place, interrupting our podcast. Um, and picking it back here. up again. Well, what else are you going to do with this fidget? Get this out of my sight. You're making more noise. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's exciting for the people at home. They never know what's going to happen next. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that was a bunch of noises. Um, <laughs> There's a seal in here. Jesus. Uh, we're yeah. actually on the beach, guys. Okay. So we did it. <laughs> yeah. We were like, yo, this is funny. But we weren't sure how we were going to reveal it, right? It was like yeah. we, were con- we were questioning what was the best way to reveal that it was the purge. Mm-hmm. I, was, I thought it was going to be at the end. Oh, good. Yeah. We have uh, some sound effects. We have courtesy of our neighbors who have their... Who has a car alarm in this day and age? I don't know, but this is a new one. This oh, is the good. same one from this morning. So awesome. It's cool that it's That moved. was going to be a short back in the day, remember? Because you had a neighbor that always had his mm-hmm. alarm yeah, going well, off. You'll be, you'll, you'll be happy to know that that neighbor's car alarm Does doesn't not go, go off, off anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> of, of some vigilante justice right. on my part. <laughs> anyway, we digress. But I think... A uh, couple of wire clippers? I remember, what did you do? I remember playing... Left a note. <laughs> I remember playing the clown in this one and then going again to the costume store and trying to find all of the pieces for it. Um... And getting the gun yeah. and the knife. Where is this costume store that you keep going to? Oh, like there are a couple of them, man. I had, to, I had to learn yeah, about them. Glenn, that's all kind of Glendale are. is. is yeah, just like the... Halloween shops that's and right. costume stores. It's Dude, party, st- LA, party stores. Yeah. LA, the valley in, in general, not to segue, is like the best for last minute projects. Oh, I did yeah. a, a music video once and it happened to be near Easter. And we needed a Bigfoot costume and a live baby bunny. Wow. And we got both what of those the near Portos. We got both of those, the outfit, the Bigfoot outfit, and Easter bunnies that they were actually selling live bunnies. We returned it uh, within, uh, I don't know, a couple blocks of each other. Wow. You could get anything for anything here. That's awesome. Pretty much any day. LA and New York. Anything, anytime. Oh, really? New York yeah. is the same way? I think so. Maybe not bunnies, but definitely like... I just thought that was so random. And then you keep coming up with all this, you know, on the day, random props and things. Yeah. Props are so important. They're just like, you know, I had this like airsoft gun that I took the orange tip off of and that's the gun that we use. I remember the sequence that I had to do where I had to pick up the knife, sheathe the knife, check the knife, and then put that down and then like cock the gun. <laughs> There's this behind the scenes video of that, and I look so badass. You look like <laughs> doing it, like the dude from a Taxi Driver. Yeah. You just look like a total stone cold psychopath. Total stone cold psychopath, and that's the whole thing behind the Purge, right? Is that normal people turn into psychopaths on that one day? Has any of us watched the Purge? No. And none of us have seen the Purge. That's no, the best of, part. That's, the yeah, Purge just know is the just one big high concept. Yeah. Yeah. That is what that's that it. movie is. I don't need like to see it. Four or five it's just the high concept. Long now. Uh, yeah, it makes so much money. It makes. I think it. I think they shot the first one for like I don't know a million bucks or something, mm-hmm. and it made thirty million bucks yeah. or a hundred million or yep. some ridiculous amount. So Lord it's now. become one of the most lucrative or franchises but uh but yeah so we did it oh we we wanted wanted you to so and we wanted it to be badass at the beginning Mm -hmm. we wanted to like sell the 
um, the world with that first shot where we reveal the title. I think well, that was purge, just stolen from Dawn yeah. of the Dead or whatever. Yeah, I think the Purge Black Friday is such a good name. That was yeah, such a good name. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which plays into the Best Buy thing that's never mentioned. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, we wanted it to be really goosed up. We wanted it to be really cool and badass mm-hmm. so that once the phone rings, there's this just like it takes all the air out of it. Deflated. It becomes completely something else that you were not expecting. Um, and is funny therein. <laughs> yep. This is another funny. character one that I feel like you actually get to know him really well. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then even further, when he answers the phone and is just mm-hmm. bummed that he has to go to work, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, I think a, uh, a lot of, I used to work at Blockbuster when I was in high school, and if The Purge had been around back then, a, a lot of the employees probably would have watched The Purge and so would have connected in that way. Like, what would I do on that day? Well, fuck, I probably have to end up working on that holiday and maybe gotten a bump <laughs> yeah. at Blockbuster for that day. But I would have rather been running around killing people or something like well, that. I think you work in sales and customer service or whatever, and you just do end up hating people and wanting to kill them all. So it's like Relatable very on many levels. Um, but yeah, also, he's oh, excited to, about something like this. To the point of character, though, because we off camera, off podcast we're talking about what makes characters interesting and which one of the shorts have are which shorts are successful and which are not and i think with this one character wise and all of them it's because you can see some shade of yourself in it that it works right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because even if the plant guy and constant gardener is absolutely batshit insane you recognize the over-the-top love that we might have all experienced for a pet or a toy or something. True. And, or, or in The Wizard, the total sociopathy that we all adopt when we're dealing oh, with yeah, NPCs yeah. in video games. We just beat the shit out of them, we steal from them, we do all the things we would never do to a real person. So is finding a common ground... Um... Highly relatable trait. A highly relatable trait. A is it just a, a and for the purge, it's having to go to work. Having on a to holiday. go to work when yeah. you don't want to work on a holiday. Is that is that a, a, a quick way to character uh, character building? I think it is. I think yeah. that's the okay. most important thing, and that's the key element. Is that there's something deeply, deeply relatable that you see yourself in the character, and because you see yourself in them, you become them by proxy. I think this is the key and what we should take going forward and use every single time is just finding some kind of human thing about the character that's very universally relatable mm-hmm. but also spe- ultra specific. Mm-hmm. Like I think for instance with episode 1 and Tracy hitting on you Jake mm-hmm. in that one what's so deeply relatable is that we've all fantasized about going up to someone we're attracted to and you know making a move and some of us have done it but all of us have felt the anxiety about making that move so mm-hmm. it makes her re- relatable and you know i guess not for Alejandro, Wait, which one? Oh, she hits on jake oh but see but i think uh that's a gender thing for me is that it's harder for me to relate because usually uh i'd be hitting on on somebody hmm. not somebody hitting on me well, but I think that then you would still so identify I immediately put with... My, I identify with Jake in that situation, and I'm like, oh, this is a weird situation hmm. where I don't... I, I 
watch that and I don't necessarily identify with what she's doing. Okay. Even though I guess I, I hear what you're saying. But I should, but... I'll just do a different example that you won't argue against. So when Tracy <laughs> is uh, in Girl Interrupted and um, she basically... Uh, the first thing you see is her swiping on Tinder in her, oh, I, you know, I totally, dressed down yeah. clothes, you know, and mm -hmm. we're like, okay, we see her, but not only do we see her, we see her, we get it, we've there done that. There are multiple ways of connecting with that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, so maybe there's, like, over time, you get more shots at it. Yeah, yeah. In a smaller amount of time, you get, like, one or two shots, so you have to make it more general of a connection. Uh-huh. Um, is maybe the principle there, because... Mm -hmm. With the come on over, which one was that one? Yeah, that's girl interrupted. Girl interrupted. interrupted. There were several different parts where I'm like, oh yeah, I know about falling asleep and then waking up and seeing a text and be like, oh, and then realizing the text was sent a long time ago or something like that, and yeah, getting yeah. excited and like, I know those kind of things. So there's multiple spots where I could be connected, but there's other parts that I may may have lost me character wise. Mm -hmm. But you get a chance to to bring in more audience over True. time. And I don't know what... Sorry, do you want to say? No, that's okay. I was just trying to Through get back character. to the purge. Through character. Oh, I don't know what is... <laughs> gonna, oh, yeah, we're talking about the purge. I don't know what's going to be more interesting with the character you described of, like, the king or whatever, right? You see the king just eating dinner or, you know, eating a, a really not fancy meal or brushing his teeth mm -hmm. or something. After... Or before you see him talking to millions of people mm -hmm. from his mm -hmm. rooftop or from his uh, so porch, I like the King's Speech. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So from his veranda. So I don't know if it's more effective and you connect more to the character if you see that after or before. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? I do get what you're that, saying. That, that'd be an editing thing where I'm like, well, I don't know what's better actually. Maybe it's better to see him sit on the veranda and talk to millions of people, or you know. And then cut to him doing brushing his teeth. Brushing his teeth. Because you're like, oh yeah, he does that big thing. He does that thing. But and yeah. with that context, now we see him doing something that we all do. Mm -hmm. He's just like us. He has to fucking mm -hmm. brush his teeth, or his teeth will fall out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So uh, back to the purge. Um, <laughs> one of one of the most uh, one of the best parts of this is the visual visual effects. So I want you to talk about that because out that window there was literally nothing there. Right, and what did yeah. you add, and what? How long did it take? Uh, was it? Well, that was well, the just thing. the trees. I mean, mm -hmm. that's yeah. why the natural we, environment was right. there. But that's why we didn't. That's why we shot in that up angle, or down angle shooting up, because we didn't want to see. We couldn't actually deliver on there being real mayhem yeah. in the streets or bullets flying, because my visual effects skills are not there yet, and so. Oh, you did all that yourself. Yeah, yeah, I just did everything. So, so there's a couple visual effects things. One is that fire, which was just stock footage that you found, Jake, and then mm -hmm. I just overlaid it into the thing and masked out the window and stuff. And um, Helicopter. And then the helicopter was just an image that just got bigger as it, you know, went it forward. And, uh, and that sells the scope and the scale. It's easy for, easy for us to actually do it. And then, um, and then the bullet holes in the window... Mm -hmm. Uh, which also sell the reality, connect the outside to the inside, and the explosions in the eyes, the and then and then yeah, the reflection and the scene that was the, real, the the uh, God, you know the that gun was real guys shots in the eye, practical with, with the uh, what's it called uh, 
with the with the huge explosion reflected in Jake's eye. The one thing I've always wondered about that physics wise is if it's right the way I did it because I feel like I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel like actually it moves with your head, but it shouldn't move with your head. Right. But I don't know how else. It's okay. It's and funny because it it's so rare both eyes. that people would actually see that in the real world too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they don't have a point of comparison, basically. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So and how many times do you see um, reflections in people's eyes in general, and whether or not they're moving with? Now, I mean, I don't that, get close, that close to people's faces. Alejandro, yeah. that push in that you do in the beginning, or the, during the whole thing, basically. How did how did we, how did you do that? I think it was skateboard. Yeah. What was, oh, it? was that, No, we removed everything uh, we did away an from ironing board. Ironing, ironing board. board. No, we had an ironing skateboard and a skateboard. And some bullshit on top of the skateboard. <laughs> and then we had marks to hit. And I was pulling focus. Actually, it's amazing yeah. how it looks the way it did because I was hobo pulling focus yeah. from marks that were really hobo primitively focus. put on the Did you have to lens. stabilize any of it? And then I stabilized everything. You did? Okay, great. Because I remember it being like... So wobbly, wobble. like unusable. Um, if you didn't stabilize that, uh, that's, a, that's a hell of a job. We, we did with uh, on a, like a mattress. Ironing board and a skateboard. That's but so see, that's also like these new tools that have come up that can make things feel really um, of a higher production value. Like mm-hmm. stabilization oh, is yeah. so so killer these days. Like and you gimbals, can now gimbals use... are so tiny. You can put them in the palm of your hand now and just do like an amazing gimbal shot. Oh, well, that or just post-stabilization. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like you could just shoot it out on a, on a wonky setup and go into post and just stabilize it mm-hmm. um and you could get a pretty nice dolly shot out of it i'm not saying it's gonna be perfect or whatever but that's you know that's what we did here and the idea about the purge too was to we shot in widescreen aspect mm-hmm. to make to, it feel like a film yeah to give Hollywood it more film. of like a action uh suspense thriller piece and what i like about this too is that it's the only one that's like directly parroting Something else. Something yeah, else. That's true. And there's something nice about that. I don't know. None of the other ones do that. And then this one is like a, it's a choice. Parody. Yeah, yeah, it was it's like a we just thought this was a good enough idea. That's why but, it should be the almost maybe the last one in the series. We haven't really thought about that, but we uh, we put mm. also with that dolly move. There there was another layer to it where we were pushing in as we were being drawn into your world, and then once the you get the phone call that ruins everything, we actually pull oh, away. Yeah from you reflecting your mm-hmm. own def- like we're deflating mm-hmm. the actual excitement and of- then of course i love the stupidest part of it which is the reveal of the the nose oh yeah little- yeah <laughs> there's a nose that was such a nice reveal so uh for the purge uh the editing was pretty straightforward I yeah imagine. yeah there was just the visual effects was a huge pain in the ass mm-hmm. but then then because really we couldn't- it was how long did it that take <sighs> It was tough. I mean, it it was tough with my job, and I feel like I had to learn some new skills because I had to wrap the... On Jake's eyeball, I had to learn how to wrap the Mm, image uh. across his eyeball, but also track it to his eyeball at the same time. Um, So the edit wasn't... But the edit itself wasn't bad. Uh, Just make the beginning look cool, and then hold on for the back half. And then... What's up? Are those skills that you... um they're concrete like or are they like one-time use and then you're gonna forget them they're con they're concrete because i had to use stuff do stuff like that all the time in my job and a lot of um because i'm i'm a 
by day an assistant editor and uh and so i have to do a lot of temp visual effects and so i would learn and it all comes down to tracking which is just figuring okay. out how to yeah f- uh track the movement of whatever thing you need in this case it would be jake's eyeball track the movement of his eyeball and his face and then put the image on top of that tracking data so that's applicable over and over and over again for so many different things screen replacements blah 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 um and uh but then sound because we didn't really have much visual stuff going on we wanted something visually Mm -hmm. but it had to rely heavily on the sound design and the soundscape and so i had to write a little story in my head as to what was going on outside because it starts off with you know just hearing gunfire and stuff and then you somebody shoots at a car the car crashes into a mailbox and then gets out and starts firing and then the other person shoots a rocket launcher at that person which then explodes everything and then you just hear general mayhem and then there's a lone gunman that's just walking down the street, just like firing at everybody. And then that's who fires at the dude in the window at the end. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. So I, I was like, I was like, story. I need to know what the story is outside yeah, so that I so can. So much more intricate than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it sounds was. like random shit, which maybe yeah. means I didn't do my job that well. But no, I, it doesn't sound like random shit. Yeah, it oh, seems okay. like there's something I'm just saying that happening. I. I don't break it down in my head. I'm just mm-hmm. watching it, but it does sound like something's going on outside. Yeah. It's, it's cool to know that you had a whole um, idea behind it. Like yeah. Because uh, otherwise, it, it, it just made it easier to keep adding things So if I knew what the story was. It was mm-hmm. like the spine that I could build everything off of. Um, and, then, and then that was just searching for the right sounds, more or less. Messing with the EQs to make them sound outside as opposed to inside. Um, and also finding the right sounding machine guns because there's a lot of gun sounds, but there was ones that spoke to me that felt really <laughs> crisp and I liked the way that they sound sounded. And I tried to give different guns, have people have different bullets for different guns. And the the music I got from uh, Soundstripe, which is this um, great like membership. Uh, annual membership thing, uh, like a sound library and uh, and a music library, that I could just go through and find like the perfect soundscape for it or the perfect. It was perfect. Uh, yeah, music for it. Music was cool. <laughs> I put sound effects in at the top for all this stuff, but also the music itself is mm-hmm. almost made from like ironworks, right? And so those sounds worked Helped. with the hammer. Yeah, the hammer yeah. and the metal that we were doing the one little i think misstep it's not even a misstep is that we went and did a color session and the the colorist didn't quite get what we were going for and so we blew out all the saturation and everything on the piece and so we actually after thinking about it um and showing each other some images of the born ultimatum and born identity the kind of blue the transformers look yeah i'd love to take a crack at the color oh you still don't like the color so oh, this is it. the final. Yeah, yeah. So we changed it. We changed to, it. It's to not a different the old version. It's new. It's <laughs> to a different blue version. Cast, cast uh, I'm it. just saying, I'd love to take a crack at the color. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you can, I guess. You, you know, know put that into uh, my uh, busy December schedule. You're yeah. To. Uh, okay. Well, I can give you that. Footage. But now that now that we you know made that decision, hopefully that I hear uh, what you're saying though. I think the better. the idea is 
where you where it wants to be yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and it's there uh, yeah. i would just love to take a crack at it and yeah. it's just totally, a, totally bro uh yeah. any other aspects to this thing well scott was there too mm-hmm. give a shout out to scott yeah he, he did helped the writing. write some he of the, the thing yeah uh, yeah he wrote some of the monologue for the mm-hmm. boss i gotta give a shout out to josh who yeah. is my co-worker who has he's a really talented editor and he has been watching these things as as we make them and giving feedback and um, always really astute feedback. And when we needed somebody to do this voice, I thought of him. And so awesome. Josh was excited and willing to do it. He was so like eager to do multiple <laughs> takes. And he's like, dude, am I giving you what you need? Like, you, we need to do it again. We'd already done it like four or five times. I'm like, no, man, it's good. It's good. That's you know, I'm cool. just going to throw the phone EQ on there so it sounds mm-hmm. like a telephone and then we'll be good. You guys have so many friends that are enthusiastic about these projects oh man it's so great yeah yeah people just like to make stuff i think yeah i think i'm that's something i'm really excited about too is once we finally release this stuff and then um we're actually going to make videos asking for help from people you know from our viewers and be like hey this you know we're looking for people to help us with these projects if you want to help just let us know is it going to be on vimeo or youtube both i think think. okay Yeah. yeah Because we, the part of the part that makes this unsustainable is having to do everything, right. and partly we're doing everything because we want to have control, you know. Um, but if there were people who, and I can hire people to do the job, but I can only push them so far, based off of how much I'm be willing to pay for something that essentially we're not going to make any money off of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and also, I mean, the the collaboration starting small makes a lot of sense. We, you know, we can see how you work with a small crew with three people or whatever. As it grows, I think there was one. I don't remember which one. But the, when you work with more people, it sometimes slows things down. Oh, by a lot. Yeah. Um, and then it's like too many cooks sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How many of the ideas right? was it, with multiple people is stressful, I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. It's better when it's a small like two, two, three people. Brain Once trust. it gets bigger, it, it gets... For me, it's like, well, I don't want to make people feel like I don't like their ideas or, you know, like discourage people from contributing or anything. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to make something I don't want to make. Okay, what more do we got to say? Uh, oh, I think uh, that's it. I think The Purge was a, was a fun one to do. It was a last minute, uh, you know, exchange for 3001, but I think we did a good job and... I like it. People like it, and it's funny. Yeah, it's a minute long. Yeah, minute does long. a lot in a minute. Yeah, it's does fun. A lot in a minute. I still, I just like the idea, and it's not like over the top in any way. Is not that that's a bad thing, you know? It's like where nudity gets, comes into play or anything. It's just pretty, just straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fun. That's something we didn't ever do. Was a lot of nudity. We didn't do any nudity except for Will's butt. Yeah, that's true. I'm kind of sad about that. I think we should do more. Do you want to show your dick? And no, I mean I don't. Not my dick. I mean just like. Oh okay. We just never uh, did a lot more nudity. Than there's that, no. There's no sex scenes. You want boobs? Yeah, there's no sexiness. We didn't. We didn't really do You're any right, sexiness. We're not really sexy. No sex yeah. scenes. Oh, we, we didn't do any sex scenes, but we didn't do any really sexiness. Yeah. Uh, flirting. We did flirting. Yeah, some flirting. Sexiness. I mean, most of these fall in line with like funny. Right. That's true. Is funny sexy? It can be. <laughs> <laughs> On anyway, our next right, episode. We're done. Uh, thank you so much for tuning <laughs> yeah, thank in. Thank you guys for uh, listening. And stay tuned for our next uh, short and our next podcast.
Thanks, guys. Bye. Later.